Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, and welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Mayo, author of Not Another Diet Book and owner of Nourished, a coaching service that is dedicated to helping you feel amazing and helping you thrive. Today is, it's a special episode. This is my 100th episode, which is quite a milestone in the podcasting community. So I'm pretty proud of myself. So yay, pat on the back for me, but more importantly, all gratitude and appreciation to you. I wouldn't have been doing this for the last two years if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for your ideas, if it wasn't for your questions, if it wasn't for your support and just feedback. I am so extraordinarily grateful for you and for sharing your time and sharing your energy with me and allowing me to do something that I am so incredibly passionate about doing, which is, again, helping women feel amazing in their bodies and amazing in their lives. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This week, I was kind of going back and forth around what I wanted to talk about because it is kind of, you know, a commemorative episode and it's traditional to do something like a recap or lessons learned from the last 100, one of those type things. But I thought that doesn't really feel aligned. What feels aligned right now in the energy that, you know, I am in personally, but very much what is coming up a lot professionally and shocker is in complete alignment with what we talk about here almost every single week. And that is feeling good in our bodies, but doing so when we have a goal. Doing so when we have a goal of changing the way we look, changing the way we feel, changing, yes, the number on the scale, changing our gene size, all of those things, but doing so in a way that is in alignment with how we want to treat ourselves. So I figured, what a better time to talk about it than on the 100th episode, because this is the exact reason I started this podcast in the first place, to let women know that you can have your cake and eat it too. You can absolutely reach your goals. And you can do so in a way that helps you deepen your relationship with you, feel better in your life, feel better in your body, feel better about the way you are treating yourself. All of that is available to you. It absolutely is available to you. So that is exactly what we are going to chat about today. This is a controversial take, but it's the truth. (laughs) I've seen it happen. I've had it happen personally, and I see it happen all the time in my coaching practice, and that is you can absolutely lose fat while treating your body kindly. You can absolutely change the number on the scale while treating yourself like you are somebody that you love and somebody that you respect. You can absolutely change your gene size, how you feel in your body, your level of confidence, your relationship with food, the way you nourish yourself, all of those things while honoring your body and treating yourself like you are somebody you love and respect. In my opinion, that is the only way to do so. We just haven't been taught how to do it, right? We've all been taught how to diet. We've all been taught how to restrict. We've all been taught what is on limits and off the limits, what is good or bad, all of those things. We've done it. 
but we've never been taught how to listen to our bodies and how to honor our bodies in a way that truly honors them. And I want to make that distinction because this is something that is going to be different for every single person and every single body and every single goal set. Honoring yourself today may look different than honoring yourself tomorrow. And that is going to continue to change. I am a big believer in showing yourself grace. You have to meet yourself where you are and show yourself so much grace in that process because meeting yourself where you are and then talking shit to yourself is not helpful. (laughs) That is not going to drive change. That is going to cause more of the same, right? And that's so important because you can't change what you're not aware of. And quite often, we tend to be the thing standing in our way. And I say that with nothing but love. And I say that coming from a place of a lot of experience with that. I was the person fucking up my life for so many years. I was the person holding myself back. I was the person with nothing but excuses, nothing but I'll start when. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. I have all this trauma. I have all this stress. All of those things. I know what it is like to have those stories. And I know how painful that can feel. But I also know the way you change those things, the only way you change those things is by taking responsibility for your role in them. And that's not to say that you're taking ownership of something that you didn't cause, right? I want to always make that distinction. That is not saying if something happened to you that you were the reason for that, that you were the precipice of that. That is not what I am saying at all. You are not attracting negative things into your life and you have not done so in the past. So When I say take ownership of things, I'm not asking you to own something that you wish never happened. What I am asking you to do is to say, okay, where I am right now today, this morning, where my feet are, where my body is in this present moment, what am I doing with that situation? Am I picking it up and carrying it with me or am I allowing the past to be the past? Am I saying, okay, this happened. What am I going to do with it? How am I going to learn from it? How am I going to grow from it? Or are you using it as a reason to keep yourself stuck and to keep yourself in a place that you don't want to be? Because there's a very big difference there. And that is so important to remember when it comes to changing our relationship with food and our bodies. Because if you've ever worked with me in any sort of coaching capacity, you know, I say this all the time. It's not about the food, right? Our issues with food are never about the food. It's always other things. Food is an amazing coping mechanism to numb ourselves out, to keep ourselves from feeling emotions that we don't want to feel, to distract ourselves from things as big as traumas and as little as boredom, right? Oh, I'm bored. I want to chew something. I want to feel some dopamine. All of those things are true and all of those things are valid. And so I really want to start this conversation by saying, accept where you are, meet yourself where you are fully and do so with grace. But getting back to my original point, not so much grace that you're allowing yourself to stay there because we can be guilty of that. We can allow those excuses, those reasons, all my, my friend Jacqueline, I just listened to her podcast, um, the Let Your Soul Sparkle podcast. I just butchered the title of that. I apologize, Jacqueline. My head is going in a thousand different places. The Mind, Body, Soul, Sparkles podcast. And she used a term I've never heard before, but I loved it. She said weasel words. 
weasel words are things and phrases that we tend to make when we're trying to weasel our way out of something. And in this case, weasel our way out of changes. So meet yourself where you are. Show yourself grace, but hold yourself accountable to that potential. Because if you're showing yourself grace, but allowing yourself to stay in behaviors that are not serving you, that's not grace. That, my friend, is your bullshit. And again, I cannot stress how much I am saying that with love. These conversations are ones that we need to have. And unfortunately, we may need to have them over and over again because getting out of your way is the most liberating thing that you'll ever do, but it's also fucking hard, (laughs) right? It is rewiring our brains. It is changing our patterns. It is changing our habits. All of those things take conscious and dedicated work and We don't tend to equate grace with work. We think grace is is being soft and allowing for things to just unfold. And yeah, in some sense it is. But grace is also saying, no, I see you. I know what you are. I know what you have the ability to do. I know how you deserve to feel in your life, in your body, in all of those things. And I want to make sure that you feel that way. Right? This is my conversation to you, but hopefully your conversation with yourself, your highest self talking to you, meeting yourself where you are and saying, we deserve better. It's having that understanding of what do you want your life to feel like and what are you doing to help yourself get there? That's the question that we need to start with because in that question, you'll see all the ways that you can support yourself, all the ways that you can set yourself up for success, all the things that you can do to allow yourself to feel how you want to feel. And you're also going to see what's not on that list, right? What behaviors are you currently participating in that are keeping you stuck? What are you currently doing that is holding you below a level of alignment that you know you deserve, right? Being stuck in your bullshit feels awful, (laughs) but it's also an amazing place to be because when you're uncomfortable in your current situation, that's when you're able to make changes. And that is so important to remember when it comes to changing our relationship with food and with our bodies. Being uncomfortable in your current relationship with food and your body doesn't feel good, but In some ways, that can be an amazing place because nothing changes when you're comfortable. And so you being uncomfortable there, that means you're ready to grow out of it. That means that you're ready to expand beyond the confines of your current comfort zone. That means your comfort zone is no longer comfortable. You recognize it for what it is, a place that is keeping you stuck, a place that is holding you back, and a place that you don't want to be. And so now you're going to be ready to make some changes that will support you. But make no mistake, it's going to be work. And I think, I know, rather, that's where this conversation can get confusing because we hear, oh, okay, I'm going to lose fat and I'm going to do so treating my body kindly and I'm going to do so that is, you know, in a way that feels really good. And we forget that that means work. That that means discipline, that that means showing up for yourself differently, which is going to cause you to put conscious effort into how you are moving through your days 
for at least the first couple weeks. But if I'm being honest, you know, the first couple months, you have to really be diligent in asking yourself, what am I doing? How does this feel? And then after the fact, okay, how does this feel later, right? That's why I'm such a big fan of the pause because the pause, you create a habit of pausing and checking in with your body. And that allows just changes to just happen almost effortlessly from there once that becomes habitual. Because you've created space to check in with yourself and space to respond differently when you allow yourself to pause. And if you're new here, hi, welcome. We talk about the pause all the time. I wrote an entire book on this concept. (laughs) Big, big fan of it. And it is also what my self-paced program is just completely based around almost. And that is this little magical moment that you can create to check in with your body. To give yourself some space of, okay, how do I currently feel? Do I, what can I do to feel better? What can I do to feel differently? Or if you currently feel great, okay, what can I do to keep this feeling, right? What do I need? And then just giving your body an opportunity to answer. That is, that simple change will completely change your relationship with food in your life. But I just want to be clear, it's work. Because it is asking you to do something that you've never done. We don't have those type of conversations, especially when it comes to trying to lose weight, let's be honest, trying to diet, because we're just following the confines of sub-program. We're not checking in with our bodies. We're checking in with something outside of ourselves. We're checking in with a program, with rules, with restrictions. We are not asking, okay, how does this feel on me right now, right? And so that is the difference and that is the distinction. I know this may not seem like a really actionable (laughs) conversation and I want to apologize for that, but I'm not going to because at the end of the day, what needs to happen first is this conversation, the one that we're having right now. You need to meet yourself where you are, take responsibility for that, do so in a loving way, but also call your bullshit And say, okay, what am I willing to do differently? What can I do differently? How do I want to feel? And how am I preventing myself from feeling that way? That is not going to really feel good when you first get into it. But I swear to you, when you have that conversation with yourself, when you allow yourself to meet yourself where you are in that capacity, you are going to walk away from that feeling so much lighter and feeling like you are capable of, of actually taking on changes, right? Looking at those things in the face allows you to change how you respond to your past triggers, to respond to situations that may be tricking you up right now. When you create awareness around them, that is when you give yourself the ability to respond to them differently. And that is how we change our relationship with food in our body. When we stop numbing out things that we don't want to feel, when we stop denying that what we are doing is okay or helping us feel good or isn't going to affect the way we feel tomorrow, right? And these are the little changes. It is really easy in the moment to say, oh, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal if I stay up right now. But if waking up in the morning and having the energy to get out of bed and to start your day with intention and get in a workout before your kids wake up or 
whatever the situation may be is important to you, then yeah, it is going to matter. The small things are the big things. (laughs) You know how I feel about that. Having these conversations allows you to kind of hone in on those small changes and figure out the changes that you're willing to make right now. And that's really important. You're not going to be willing to make all the changes at first. Or maybe you feel like you are willing to make all those changes at first, but I still don't want you to (laughs) because that's going to be overwhelming and that's how we can tiptoe into bullshit territory. Rather than doing that, say, okay, what is one to three things I can take on right now that can move me in the direction to where I want to be? And, you know, I love, again, I'm not trying to plug myself here, but I am plugging myself because we can solve a lot of this and in one coaching session, right? We can we can get you set up in as little as one call to talk you through where you are right now, figure out where you want to be, and figure out the things that need to happen that will allow you to get there. And when we can pinpoint in on, again, just one to three things, not a ton of things, one to three movers... What I see happen all the time is in making those changes, other changes naturally occur that you don't even need to put conscious effort into, right? Other things just naturally start happening because you are now showing up for yourself differently. You are now responding to situations differently. Your habits have changed slightly And that just dominoes out and creates other changes. And so what may in the beginning look like this overwhelming list of things that you need to take on, I guarantee you that at least half of that list or more will take care of itself when you just focus in on a few changes and hold yourself accountable to them, create a lot of discipline around them, and let yourself have the opportunity to have a different situation occur, right? To just kind of get out of your own way and say, okay, I'm not going to expect everything all at once. I'm not going to expect my body to be completely different in a week. I'm not going to expect all of these changes to happen rapidly because I'm going to be realistic. I'm just going to run the process. I'm going to stay committed to the process. I'm going to understand that some days are going to be good days. Some days are going to be shit days and that's okay. My only job is to show up for myself as best I can in whatever moment I am in And if that doesn't look that good today, that's okay. I didn't ruin the whole thing. I didn't fuck up my progress, any of that shit. We don't do that anymore. I'm just going to show up for myself better tomorrow, however that looks, right? Letting it be simple for yourself, staying consistent with that. I guarantee you, you do that within six weeks to like two months, which is a blink in the long run, which is a blink in in actual time. You're going to look back and you're going to go, oh, wow, I haven't done this. This is different. I feel differently about this. It's been months since I've had a binge. It's been months since I've mindlessly reached for a drink. Like all of those things can start to take care of themselves for you if you commit to just showing up for yourself a little bit differently in a few ways. Understand that that is going to take a little discipline and that's okay, right? That is okay. Discipline and grace can go hand in hand because when you create discipline around a few things, showing up for yourself differently, checking in with your body, creating discipline around that, holding yourself accountable to that, that is where you will gain your flow and your freedom. Freedom is right on the other side of discipline. And 
again, if you need help in figuring out what that needs to look like for you, reach out. I would love, I would love, love, love to help you. And, and you know, if, if you're not ready in a spot to do a, a session one-on-one, that's okay. I keep talking about having this private feed and I've had a lot of you reach out to me and say, yes, please do that create the space, do something. And so that's that's in the works. I really, what I am envisioning and daydreaming about is a community that's very low cost, like a very low cost monthly membership, what you would spend, you know, on a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Like that's how low cost I am talking, where there will be a private podcast feed, but also a community. A community for questions, for responses, so we can troubleshoot together in real time and have conversations in real time. That is what I am envisioning. I just need to figure out where that would be and what that will look like. So that's in the works. (laughs) It's in the works. And I will take all your feedback and all the things that you want to talk about in a private setting because this would be a perfect example of a conversation that needs to be expanded upon. But it needs to be expanded upon in a space where we allow for contradictions to happen because weight loss, eating intuitively, understanding our relationship with food and our bodies, there's so many tools there. But like any tool, a tools can build a beautiful house and they can also break your hand if you're not careful with how you are using them. And so that's in the works. But anyway, I'm going to tie this episode up here. Next week, we're going to dig a little bit deeper and we're going to talk about redefining fat loss while honoring our bodies. So getting a little bit more actionable in that conversation. I hope you will tune back in. And if any time between now and then, if you have any questions, anything you want to chat about, you know where to find me. I hope you have the most delicious day. Thank you for sharing your time with me and I will see you back next week.